pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 3 Podcast. This might be college football, And we're halfway done. Friday afternoon, early uh, evening in some places. Great to have all of you with us. And let us continue. And I see uh, a squirrel sighting from the Magnolia State. Yeah, man, I want to check in. Like I said, I'm trying to stay eligible for the um, call-it bracket coming up here soon. Hey, squirrel, Uh, off the record, you're in. Okay. But, you know, when you're a decrepit old man, you got to, you know, you got to work extra hard. And, uh, you know, that, that was pretty funny coming from a, when, when a 78-year-old dude who's borderline dementia calls you old, that's, that's always funny. And, you know, I'm glad that he's, that he's not attracted to me. You know what I mean? If a career bachelor was attracted to me, I'd be kind of concerned. So, you know, that was a great call by Jim last week. And speaking of last week, has, has our young and Dominic called back. Dominic has uh, gone very silent uh, after all that publicity. Uh, I, I don't know what's happened to him. Well, you you know you challenged him to you know do a live take, and oh, yeah. so far he didn't take the challenge, I guess. But I hope the young man's not discouraged. Is there a, maybe and, uh, maybe uh, maybe there's a writer's strike? It's possible. <laughs> like I said, his dad could be pissed at you too, and he just quit giving him. Uh, you know, any help? I don't know. Like I said, maybe Dominic can call in, kind of enlighten us on that. But you know, when uh, earlier in the week, when you listened, the greatest high school athletes in Alabama. Um, who did you have at number two, Hank Aaron? Well, I was talking about uh, you know, Hank, uh, Willie McCovey, Willie Mays. Yeah, there's been great ones. Yeah, uh, you had you had Jim from Tuscaloosa at number one, I believe. Um. <laughs> I believe we I, 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 maybe, maybe. That, does American Legion ball count? Does American Legion ball count, or do you actually have to play high school sports? Because I don't believe he actually played in high school. Squirrel, I, I, I don't. I know he played in American Legion, and I know he played on the tenth grade. I mean, a ten-year-old uh, basketball YMCA team. But I don't think he uh, actually got to play in high school, Paul. You may want to check on that. I, do, I, I, I remember talking to him about American Legion ball one day, but I don't remember the rest right. of it. Do you ever have a – when you were a kid, did you ever have a hole in your pocket? Uh, yeah, I mean, we were so poor. Uh, I probably had more – I had probably had holes everywhere. Well, if you ever had a hole in your pocket, you, you played more ball than Jim did. Thanks for taking <laughs> my call. Aloha. Okay. You, you wouldn't let me on with that old fool, that lying old fool. He no, he's not fascinated with me. All he does is talk about me and lie. Everything he says is a lie, Paul. I resent you doing that. You, why don't you let me on with that fool? Well, uh, we, uh, I was waiting for them to. Uh, we apparently we, we. I was waiting for the guys uh, to plug everybody in, but we never got to it. Well, he's a, he's more than a decrepit old fool. He's a stinking low life liar and. Tell me, all his calls are are lies about me. What does that make you? And you call him in the bracket? He's you think he's worthy to be in the bracket? All he does is lie about me, Paul. I mean, what? How does that qualify anybody? Why do you think he does that? Because he's jealous of me. He's been jealous of me when you were, you know, eight or nine years ago. He was Ronnie, Ronnie Rooney, or Ronnie whatever Crowley, or whatever the hell his name is. Lying, two-bit punk, 
from uh, from Tennessee back to Mississippi and on the on your show, which obviously you have to be a pup to uh, qualify on your show for some things. I don't know what to get on the air and just lie his ass off. That's all he ever does. Uh, look, Paul, I'm not going to say any more about my athletic career, but I'll guarantee you one thing. It was 10 times, up, uh, 10 levels above that food. Well, all I know about him, though, Jim, is I, I, know he, I know he played high school football and he played small college football. I mean, he's, just, he's just an average pup. He's just an average linebacker pup. That's all. I was a skilled athlete, Paul. Wait, Carl Smitty and Tuscaloosa, hell, yeah, I played high school. But I got hurt right before I was 17. But I played high school, and I got hurt. I was the youngest player on the American Legion team, and I was. they were looking at me. The scouts were looking at me at 16. That's a fact. You can check that out, too, Paul. It's all facts. It can be checked out. That fool's not going to find the truth about me. He wants the lies. That's all he wants. No, he's hey, a liar. Hey, listen, you and I have had the conversation about your almost major league career. What about it? No, I said we – you you told me about that. You told me the name of the uh, the ball clubs and, and and what happened. Well, the Dodgers and the Phillies looked at me when I was that worked out down there, and they said we'd sign you. And then my daddy called me right away. Said he had a heart attack. My sister called. Said he had a heart attack, and he wanted me to go to, to college. And I had not gone to college, and I I didn't care about anything before, but ball. But Paul, I thought my life was about, and I was depressed, and I didn't I didn't care. But I, I dropped out of high school my senior year because I was so depressed, having been injured. But anyway, that's I don't care what the freaking. Like that, I, he's just jealous of me. That's all it is, Paul. Jealous of me. Same as Legion. You got two clowns that are that, that, that did nothing but talk. That's all they can do is talk and lie. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate that, uh, Jim. And and, and, and I, again, I can I can support and back up what what he told me there. We've had that conversation about uh, he, the, the scouts from the Dodgers and the Phillies, and I think one of them wanted him to play. Was it Double A or Triple A? I really don't remember. But he cleared it all up right then and right there. Uh, Gumby is up next in South Carolina. Hello, Gumby. Hey, Paul. How you doing? Well, thank you. Okay, listen, I've got a couple of observations plus a question for you at the end, okay? Uh, first off, the guy that called in a little while ago that blamed the NCAA for the exclusion of Florida State. Uh I think you will agree with me. The NCAA has nothing to do with speaking no, to CFP. No, that was a, that was a, that was a 13 person committee that chose the, 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 the teams. Thank you. Thank you. Second thing is, uh, when I hear a Tennessee fan call in, as an old time Clemson fan, when I hear a Tennessee fan call in and say, uh, everybody's doing it, tell him that, that won't float when the uh, Senate comes down. We tried that in 1981. Okay. It, it does not work. That's right. And the last thing I'm going to ask your opinion of, uh, it seems that uh, the Tennessee problem comes from, if you check into it, the player flying on a booster's airplane for extra yeah, benefits. That, that, I tell you what's really, maybe at the root of the problem, uh, Tennessee, this collective group, did an awful lot of talking, uh, calling major attention to how aggressive they were and they you know they threw out the number that he got and you know, yeah the, the 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 free the free flight clearly plays into it but but nobody would have known about it had these had these people not been talking about it exactly exactly one of the previous college had a point about uh as long as they do a service you know it would be okay to make money and that's true 
you just I think the problem's going to be in the fact that you cannot recruit before they sign on a private jet offering them eight million dollars or whatever the money amount was that that sort of thing and uh and the other the shoot off of that is I think uh the rules that are in place right now for recruiting violations are all voted on by the NCAA membership. Yeah, I mean, so that is one thing people don't don't realize uh, or don't think about, Gumby. You're 100% correct. Uh, all these NCAA rules and laws, uh, they're a collective uh, body like any other b group uh, or organization. And the enforcement staff is part of that. Uh, and, and they are there to have a check and balance. So you're, you're absolutely correct. And Gumby, thank you very, very much for the call. That's a... That was well put. Uh, thank you. Trenton is in Georgia on what's been a busy, busy afternoon with many guests and breaking news. Uh, hey, hey, Trenton, good afternoon. Hey, Paul. My name's Trenton. I am your first year caller, and I totally love your show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was much. just wondering what would happen in the playoffs next year of Alabama if they did make it with their new coach. Would they ever make it? Well, first of all, I, th I think when you start seeing the predictions for next year, Alabama will be in the playoffs on a projection. Uh, I've, seen all, I've seen some early uh, indicators. It's early, but Alabama is going to be a top 10 team. Uh, they're not, they may not be a top three team, but they're not going to be that far removed, even, even without Nick Saban. Yes, sir. My other question is, do you think Alabama in – uh, George can play in the SEC championship this year in football. You know, I, Trent, I, 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 I'm, I think Georgia will. I'm not sure about the other school. Uh, could be Alabama, could be Texas, could be. Uh, there's about four or five schools. I think it just depends on a couple of things. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm, the one thing I want to know more about Alabama. I just want to see what, who exactly remains on the team. I think we we know who's gone. Uh, now, who, who do they get? Uh, can they supplement a few key positions? Right now, I would have Alabama in the top 10. I wouldn't have them in the top five. Uh, and I would probably have Texas in the top five and maybe, maybe even Ole Miss or Missouri or LSU. So I, I think Alabama is in that next group after, after Georgia and Texas. We are coming back. We've had the breaking news about the Big Ten SEC alignment. What does it mean? For the future of the SEC, we had Rick Barnes on talking about the big game tomorrow night. Connor O'Gara on a couple of other issues. Your phone calls, more guests to come right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. And we welcome all of you uh, back. And Dale is up next uh, in Georgia. Hey, Dale. Hey, how are you? Hey there. How are you doing, Paul? We're doing great. Thank you for calling. Uh, I, I want to respond to uh, Squirrel. I'm a 78-year-old who's almost seen out of house. So, but uh, I have several questions about rules of uh, football. Yeah, sure. And... Uh, I was hoping that you'd be able to clear it up for me. Um, the offside rule, everybody knows what offside is unless you're up to the kicker. There's a foot is always in front of the football. To me, that's offside. It's never called um, intentional grounding. Uh, everybody knows what that rule is, too, unless you're under, under center and spike to stop it. Um, that, to me, is about as much of intentional grounding as you can get. And uh, the last thing is, um, it seems to you that they have a different way of spotting the ball when they're near the goal line as opposed to near center of the field. Um, they always seem to spot the ball where the knee is, there, but near the goal line, and that's where the ball is. Um, yeah, uh, Dale, uh, Thank you very much for the call, and, uh, and you, you take care of yourself. I think the second thing uh, is a little bit confusing. They, they can use – can they use the uh, replay to spot the ball? I think they can. Um, thank you for the call, though. Uh, you, you st- appreciate it very, very much. Susie is up next uh, in Georgia. Hello, Susie. Hi, Paul. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Um, first, first of all, I talked to last Thursday – after I talked to you, um, I left to go watch my granddaughter play an indoor soccer game, and it was raining, and I was in a wreck, and I totaled my car. Oh, my goodness. My week-old car. I'd had it a week with 272 miles on it, mm. and I came out with just a cut on my thumb. So I'm very fortunate. Airbag exploded. Um, it was pretty scary. There's no there's no way to imagine how, how scary that must have been. Yeah, and I couldn't get out of my car because my door was jammed. Um, so the fireman, you know, had to wrench the door open to me get out because I thought my car was on fire. I've never, you know, I didn't know that an airbag. So people be aware airbags, they, they smoke or something after they come out. But if I had gone 12 more inches to the right, I would have rolled down a ravine. So I'm very fortunate to be talking to you, and I've been in a funk. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I've been in a funk, and of course now the middle car that I hit, no injuries when we were all walking around, but all of a sudden now the middle car has an attorney. Of course. To get as much out of me, my insurance company, as he can. It's just, it's it's vicious, but it's good to hear your voice. Um, Of course, we Tennessee fans want to hear Tennessee, on your show, but this wasn't the week that I anticipated. 
Tennessee being in the news the way it is. But uh, um, I appreciate all your talking and explaining, helping with what's going on, because it has really helped someone like me who doesn't understand a whole lot. So thank you again for what you present to the rest of us and help us explain. I want to give a shout-out to Daryl. Keep that up with your knee replacement. I'm real proud of you with your PT. And my last thing is, have you heard from Larry? No, uh, we have not heard from him in, in some time, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to check off the air on him. Susie, uh, listen, uh, so sorry to hear, and uh, I hope, uh, hope you have some protection with your insurance company. I'm sure you do. Thank you very, very much. Uh, if you need an attorney, the next guy is one. Frank is calling from Texas. Uh, hello, Frank. Paul, how's it going today, sir? Good afternoon. I haven't. I, I want to tell you a great show. I love these flashbacks. That J, Jim guy from Alabama, man, he is loud, loud, loud. I need to get him to work for me in court. But I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> he could be I don't an investigator. Know all the rules on the new uh, play on the new playoffs. Yeah, sure. How many teams out of the S? Because I know there's 12 teams. It's like a, the top 11, and then one of the lower level teams. How many teams from the SEC can go to the playoff? Is there a written rule that says like maximum four, no, three, five? Uh, there's or no. There's no. Here's how it's done. It's not like we're not ranking. Unfortunately, we're not getting the best. School, uh, it's, it's it's naturally convoluted because this is college football. It is the uh, I believe it will be the five or uh, the five highest ranked conference champions now. That's to be determined, considering there's only going to be four Power Five conferences. So I think we'll end up being the four highest ranked. There may be some accommodation, uh, and then the group of five. So that would be essentially five, and then it's uh, the next group will be out at large. So uh, there's no there's no uh, there's no cap. Uh, so you have one SEC school who will be the champion, obviously, if, uh, and then most people think the number is going to be somewhere between three and four. Yeah, I'm thinking the SEC is going to have three to four next year. And I'll just say one thing before I wrap it up. I really think these people that think Alabama is going to be towards the top of the SEC this year or a little bit delusional like us Longhorn fans have been for the longest time. I think Texas and Georgia are like at a higher level, Missouri, LSU, Mississippi. I think at best Alabama is going to be six in the SEC this year. That might get them at the bottom of the top ten. But I foresee, looking at their schedule, I see a three- to four-loss season for Alabama. Welcome to the back of the pack with everybody else. And thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Frank. You be well. Thank you so much. Frank and Tony out in Texas. Uh, He says Alabama will not make the playoffs this year, could lose as many as four games. Dominic is up next in Pittsburgh. Hey, Paul. How are you doing? Hey, Dominic. Sorry I couldn't call lately. I had a bunch of basketball with practices and games. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, but I heard Squirrel is out there trying to find a nut, and that nut is me. And if he wants to fight, how about first round of the collar bracket, and I'll put his old ass to sleep. Ooh. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I like that kind of smack talk there, Dominic. Uh, you're, tw- you're still 12, right? Yeah, but more about this weekend. How about this Kentucky-Tennessee game? I know you're a Tennessee alum, yeah. but – who you got in this game? Yeah, we had Rick Barnes on earlier. I, I don't like the way Tennessee's coming out of that game. Uh, I'm probably going to have to side with Kentucky. Really? That's that's hard to hear, Paul. Yeah, what about you? Do you think Tennessee will get the win? Yeah, I'm hoping for you. But 
Also, um, I know it wasn't like a huge game in college basketball, but did you see Alabama beat Georgia again in their own Yeah, I, I, I was watching that game. They were down by about 17 points, and then uh, Georgia just collapsed at the end of the game. Yeah, they were just trying to give them a little bit of a chance, I guess. Hey, uh, did you hear the guy a minute ago who said Alabama's not going to make the playoffs next year? Oh, yeah. I mean, not trying to be mean, but he's an idiot. Three to four losses? Are you crazy, man? We got Milrow, DeBoer, Malachi Moore, and Deontay Lawson. We still got a bunch of our running backs. And I know there's rumors of Ryan Grubb going to the Seahawks. Right. But don't believe none of that, Paul. Don't believe it. Hey, by the way, Dominic, uh, I'm, I'm, th- I'm rethinking the Tennessee game. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to make a call yet. Uh, I think Tennessee could go up there and win. What about you? Yeah, I think they're going to go up there in Kentucky's house, just like the Gators did in overtime, and chomp, chomp their way to a victory. I, I do think Tennessee has the best team in the SEC, so that would be a big win for them to, uh, to bounce back. Dominique talking some smack about the Crimson Tide and wants squirrel in the first round of the caller bracket. Bubba is in North Carolina. Hello, Bubba. What's shaking, Paul? Boy, Dom threw down the gauntlet on Man. squirrel, didn't he? Squirrel, uh, that, that rodent hey. down in Mississippi has got to be running for cover right now. Hey, I tell you what, Dominic's got his pencil sharp at school, doesn't he? Yes, sir. Hey, I got a question for you. Uh, is there in any capacity that Spire Sports is officially tied to the University of Tennessee? I don't think so. I mean, like on, like on paper. So uh, let me see if I uh, ask that question again. I'm, I'm not sure I understood it. Is Spire Sports directly oh. Oh, and officially tied no, no. to the university? Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, those collectives have the school. The schools make sure there is some distance between them. Okay. With that being said, okay. So a booster went and gave Nico a plane ride so what? to come to a collective to talk about an NIL deal. That's business, correct? And by the way, Bubba. Um, I think there's a way to negotiate out of that. You just simply say, uh, we didn't realize that. Because uh, uh, I don't think, I don't think the collectors Absolutely. Say, that's my, that's yeah, what, you, that's you, what you I'm just get the money and whatever it costs, you pay it off. There's been down in writing about this. Yeah, I mean, you, you figure out a way for, for the kid to pay. Yeah, I mean, he can find the money nowadays. He'll write a check and uh, say, listen, we made a mistake. It's like when you... Uh, you, it's not always advisable to do this, but you just tell the IRS, I didn't realize uh, I had that uh, free trip to uh, Japan for $40,000. I'm going I'm well, uh, to send you a check right now. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something else. They can assume and accuse you of, of a lot of stuff, but what they can prove is ultimately what's going to, you know. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Tennessee's innocent. I'm just saying. That hey, by the way, uh, Bubba, Ten- uh, Tennessee has never said they're innocent. No, no. What I'm saying is the farmer left the gate open, and all of the animals left the farm. You're right. You're 100 percent correct. And, and that's that's the bottom line, you know. I mean, I heard you say earlier. Well, if if all these schools are playing ball together and one team's getting an unfair advantage, well, they're going to have a problem with that. And I agree. That's why we have rules in place. 
the NCAA let the genie out of the bottle and let it go take off down the road. On no, I mean, I, and I, now the old farmer's, Bubba, tra- the farmer's think, trying to I, get the gate shut. I don't think this is going to be clean, but uh, but Tennessee is going to skate. I mean, they will throw some dirt against them. Uh, ultimately, but I, I don't think it's going to make one bit of difference, and this case w- is not going to court, and it will be uh, it will be finished off a lot more no, quietly I, than uh, I, it started. Hey, thanks for the call. We're up against a break. We have a lot to do. Number, number uh, remaining 90 minutes, we'll talk more about the Big Ten SEC collaboration that could change college football. More right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. The only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. And we have gymnastics tonight beginning at 7 p.m. Florida and Georgia, Kentucky, and Alabama. That is uh, some amazing meets coming up shortly. And let's get back to the calls. Logan is up next. Uh, Hello, Logan. Hey, Paul. How's it going, brother? We are doing great. Thank you. Awesome. Um, So I I keep hearing this rumor about Grubb. Uh, Alabama's offense coordinator being uh, a candidate for, Seattle. I guess, the Seahawks. Seattle, yeah, exactly. What have you heard about that? Is that? Uh, I haven't is that... heard a single thing since yesterday. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think he's officially been announced yet, which tells me that they're waiting. Uh, it won't take long. I mean, they just named the coach two days ago. The, the first thing you do is hire an OC and a DC. So uh, I'll, I'll be shocked if this goes beyond tomorrow. So you think he's gone? I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I yeah. I mean, I, I got gotcha. you. I, I really got gotcha. you. Well, hey, man. Um, one other thing I want to say, uh, Jim. Today, did he admit today that he didn't graduate high school? He said he. Yeah, he said he. Uh, he he said he was. Uh, if I could sum up what he said, he said he was depressed after right. being injured. He had. A, I think his father had an issue, and mm-hmm. uh, then he said he he quit. I think he quit high school. I don't. I don't know if he ever went back. You can go back hmm. to high school. Uh, I know a lot of people that have gone back many years later. And yeah, uh, I mean, and then he had a chance to play for the Phillies and the Dodgers, but he, he, he gave up ball. Exactly. It's, it's crazy how his high school career went kind of wild, but yet he went ahead and got on there with the Phillies. And I don't well, know. He turned them down, I, I he said, he, uh, Logan. Uh, I think he, he was offered either, uh, according to one of the calls, a double-A or triple-A contract, and he didn't want that. He wouldn't sign that. No. That's, be, that's beneath him, yeah, well, the double-A I mean, you're, contract. You're, you're putting words in his mouth now. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty. Uh, yeah, I'm guilty. It's but, just the facts. You know, it's just uh, the facts, man. Like, I mean, I'm trying to see this guy. I want to go back and watch some of his – I'm, I'm on YouTube all the time trying to find some of his greatest hits, and I just can't do it. Okay, well, so uh, I, Logan, I, I can help you with that. Bit. Just uh, I'll, I'll take care of that for you. Hey, thank you very much. Apparently, Jim is next. I just want to tell you that, yeah, my daddy coming back, and I, went, I had the highest score. You had to take a GED test. 
had the highest score in Alabama when I took it. Went to college at Alabama for over a year. That I hated Alabama. I hated college. I hated Alabama. I just I told you before I hated political science. I had to I had a horrible, and that that's when I knew the country was ruined because they had some scumbag that was a political science Democrat. And I couldn't stand it, so I just had to quit. I couldn't stand college for that reason. Well, well Jim, so I, 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 can, I, I can listen. I took too many political science courses. We already so talked about that, Paul. I agree. With you, you. Go ahead. I wish I hadn't taken it. Well, I hated it, and that's why I, I couldn't. I, I hated college, but I hated political science. And I knew I saw the handwriting on the wall. I mean, good night. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you something, Paul. I've told you this before. This is a documented fact. I mean, this is a fact. The, edu- the education system mm-hmm. is the most evil system on the face of the earth. I've told you that before. So, that is a hold fact. on. Let me make sure I understand you correctly. The education, I'm going to say it again. The education I'm going to say it again. System. Go ahead. The education system, especially higher learning, is the most evil system on the face of the earth. And let me just give you some examples. They are the ones that produce the evil president's not not Trump, but you know the rest of them. Okay. Lawyers, doctors, etc., etc., etc. Okay. You know where I'm going, Paul. You and know uh, where I've got you. Jim, here. I don't. I don't mean to play games here because you know I'm a straight shooter. But I mean, we would. I mean, forget lawyers. I don't care if we ever if I ever saw another one of them. But but I, w- I would like to see another doctor in my life. Oh yeah, but they're part of it. They 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 trans they gave me, they they did all the drug pharmaceutical crap. Okay. Look up pharmaceutical in the Bible. And see what you come up with. In the Bible? It's evil okay. as hell, Paul. Okay. Pharmaceutical. And they're evil. Just tell you like it is, Paul. They're evil. That's what, okay, that's all I can tell you. Okay. And I knew I didn't need a college education to get, get by in life, and I've done very well. That's all I can tell you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Dwayne is next. Man, what's going on? Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras to everybody out there. Hey, Paul, Paul, we got your float. When you coming on down to New Orleans? We got your float already, huh? I've, huh? I, I, get, I get down to New Orleans down every once in a while. St. Charles, huh? I was what? there not that long ago. Yeah, right. Hey, when you going to ride down? When you coming back then? When you going to ride in the float? You need to get in the parade, Paul. Bye, no, bye. No, no, no. no, no. Huh? I, I've done one parade huh? this year. I did. The, I was in the Tournament of Roses parade. I'm, I'm, I want to make sure that stays in my memory for a long time. Well, nobody threw no bead at you? Nobody threw nothing at you? <laughs> uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, a couple of Michigan fans did, yes. Huh? Nobody threw nothing at you? I had a couple huh? of people That's spit on me. Uh, they, they told me I was the first person to ever be uh, on a float in the Tournament of Roses parade that, that somebody spit on. <laughs> a Michigan fan. Yeah, Michigan fan spit on you. He spit at you. He, he, he spit sure at the ball. <laughs> I should have put him well, out. You know you can't go to Big Ten country now. No, no. Huh? Yes, indeed. Mighty proud, y'all. Hey, that caller right. Alabama going to lose about four games. Four or five games this year. That man caught it right on the nail. I've been saying it, me. I ain't no fool. You no, think I'm no, a fool, but you you gonna be the one. I ain't no fool. Huh? I ain't no fool. Hey, that man, that man ain't gonna do that. What he gonna do in Alabama, man? Them people need to get off that that high horse, man. That that high that high horse left. That 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 boat that boat sail off. Ain't no more. Ain't no more dynasty down there in Alabama, no more. 
that that's over. Ball, ball, ball. Telling people the truth, ball, ball, ball. Stop all that lying. I hear you, Dwayne. Hey, thank you so much. Happy Mardi Gras. JK is up next. Paul, you got some entertainment going on today, my boy. We do. Hey, Paul, let, let, I don't want, I never want to get on a, a call of feud again because it's, it's never fair. People just yell and yell, and the other one person doesn't really get a chance to talk. But let me put this out in the universe. Did I actually hear Jim from Tuscaloosa say he was being scouted by the major league and an illness happened to his dad, which I hate happened to him. Yeah. And instead of going on to the major league, he chose college. Did did I hear that right? Or yeah, he said, uh, he said the wrong? Phillies and the Dodgers were interested in him. Hey, and then I'm going to tell you something else I heard that was kind of crazy that he said. You can look it up if you want. How can we look it up and we don't even know his name, Paul? That is a fair question. Can you can you solve that mystery? I, I don't know where to look it up. I want to know how can we look it up to, to prove it. Because I think he's just doing that, you know, he brought up Trump. So, you know, he's a liar. So birds of a feather, you know what they do. But, Paul, I agree with Dwayne. But I don't know exactly how many they're going to lose this year in Alabama. But their run is over. The dynasty is dead and gone and buried, as I told you previously. But you know that's neither here nor there. But I'm looking for the upcoming season, baby, as usual. I just wanted to chime in on that that little tale, you know, the fable that Jim from Tuscaloosa tells every time he calls. You know he's a known liar, too. He's just a bunch of hot air. But, Paul, you have a good day, baby. J.K., thank you. We're up against the break, and we are coming right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. So, Marty McGee tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And what an afternoon it has been here. A lot of news uh, and a lot of uh, pretty fascinating phone calls. And we'll get to some more of them in just a moment. Hi, man, is up next. Well, good afternoon there, Paul Feinbaum. How are you doing on Friday afternoon? You're doing great. Thank you. You know, this whole conversation with the SEC and the Big Ten and the NCAA, it sounds like the SEC and the Big Ten are just simply saying, listen, NCAA, we know y'all got a lot at stake and we got a lot at stake too. What you don't understand, this is the way the rules are being played today. And if you want us to be competitive, which is a part of your paycheck, this is what we're doing and you're going to have to get used to it. And, and it's obvious that everything that used to be is is no longer what it used to be. Used to be, and don't NCAA count anymore. Is, it doesn't, doesn't count anymore. I mean, the good old days are gone. And uh, and if the NCAA wants the, the money and the, the uh, participation of the SEC and the Big Ten, uh, I don't know if the SEC and the Big Ten are asking for special rules for themselves because – if they get the special rules for themselves, that would include all schools. Would you agree? Yeah, no, they're not asking for that. They're just saying this is the way it's going to be. Yeah, it, this, is, this is the new, uh, I mean, you're, you're walking into these kids' houses. We are, we are now mean, in charge, and if you would money. like to keep your cushy job, uh, just get out of our right. way. Well, and that's because that's the climate of, of what's going on. Yeah. And they're have, if they want to be competitive, this is what they're having to deal with, and and they're having to accept those uh, as it is. You know, Paul, speaking of the good old days, you know, 
now that little fella has just quit up at the university up there, and uh, and the players are leaving left and right. And they got this guy with no track record other than he's he's good coach. He's good coach. I mean, nothing nothing to really swim after. Uh, you know, these are the good old days, Bammers, and they're marked. I mean, they're they're counting down. So when you're sitting there over the weekend, this is what you've got to contemplate. Honey, these are the good old days. Kids come in here, sit on my lap, let me tell you. These are the good old days. Remember them well, because it's it's not going to be like this. You know, it, Noah only had 40 days and 40 nights. But the Bammers going to have 40 years. I mean, this is going to be a dead period for them, equal to what they were before the Sabins and the Stalins and the Bryants. I mean, uh, those are just a few high points right there. I mean, they're fixing to hit the, hit the skids. These are the good old days. And come football season, probably somewhere around late December, they're going to realize that this six and six football team is just not. This is this is the future. The, you know, a six and six football team. Imagine it, Paul. The Bammers sitting around Christmas. They getting all their new T-shirts and their warm-up suits and their their receiver gloves and their helmets and and their their the Daniel Morris for a six and six season. That'd probably be fifty bucks. Daniel Moore's pretty pricey, but they'd probably be worth about fifty, maybe twenty five dollars. And uh these are the good old days, Bammers. I mean this is what you got to look forward to. Isn't that mind boggling to you, my my friend? I mean, it is this is what they've got to look forward to. And the LSUs, the Texases, the Auburns, the Georgias, the Tennessees have just instantly push them to the number six spot if they're lucky enough to stay at number six. And it's obvious they're going to go through lots of coaching changes, lots of coaching changes. I mean, instead of hiring three Mikes, they're going to get three Bruces, three three TJs. I mean, what, what, what do you think the next group of trios, the names are going to be, Paul? I mean, could it possibly be Paul? Well, I, I do think there, there won't be any more Kalins, do you? No, that's probably not going to – well, I, you know, names come in bunches. It'd probably be Joshua's or Jacob's, you know, the, those biblical names. Because if you hollered Joshua when my kids were young, hell, every boy in the room stood up. If you hollered Shanika, every girl in the, in the room stood up. Or if you hollered Connie, every girl stood, stood up. Or Jacob, I mean, there wasn't about four or five names for all these kids. And uh, But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Caitlin – Kalen's kind of that. What what kind of name is Kalen? I mean, is that like Greek or? Oh, he's probably a Greek guy or Scottish or. Oh, he's probably one of the mean Scots, you know, kind of like that Beller in the movie, you know. Uh, I mean, is there something historic that we can tie them to? Some legend that they can feel good about, you know? He's got a strong name. You hear me? He's got a strong name. Look at them players, them three stars, and that the, the were two stars. And look at the transfer portal. Hell, that, them guys ain't transferring. They're being kicked out. They're being run off, and they're just trying to find a place to stop. I mean, the days, I mean, they, they you know what they're going to do, Paul? They're going to sell pre You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast.